Hi, I'm Kerry Grinkmeyer. I'm a retired financial advisor. I've been in this investment business for most of my working life. And I got to say, I have not been this excited about the opportunities that I see for investing and making big returns since um, March of 2020 when I recognized that the coronavirus was a temporary event and it would pass and and the market would rebound. And that year, I made over 68% return on my investment. The best I've actually ever done. Never achieved what what uh, Kathy has done um, it, with her ARK investments where she got over a 100%. But I'm a little bit more conservative, I guess, than Kathy was. So I'm very excited. And um, I'm just looking at what are the investment opportunities in 2023 and beyond. And I just see that everything is coming to, together to make this probably the 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 best decade and it won't be require a overspending on the part of our government to do it. I mean, part of what happened uh, as a result to get my 68% was that the government threw $9 trillion into the economy, actually increased the money supply by 40% in a matter of uh, nine months. And if you think about it, if everybody in your neighborhood uh, won the lottery at one time, the car dealerships and the grocery stores and the restaurants and everybody would do extremely well until they spent all their money. And, and that's what happened in 2020 and 2021. Everybody won the lottery as $9 trillion flowed into the United States economy. And now, after we've all spent it all, and it's in the pockets of a few, uh, now we're paying the price. Now we're uh, having to restock the shelves, and and uh, inflation has gotten out of control. And, 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 and again, it was just a perfect storm that created um, a, an unrealistic situation. But then there were other things that occurred that I think is going to really implement the change, and then the advancement in technology, and I'm talking about uh, artificial intelligence and biotech here, is just creating a a perfect, I, I don't want to use the word storm, but a, a perfect party for those who know where to invest and take advantage of the storm that's going on right now. So that's what I want to talk about today. Um, and I hope I can bring some brightness or at least a light of hope at the end of the tunnel for those of you who have been beaten up, as I have been, uh, with this downturn, which I should have seen. Uh, I've experienced this in the dot-com bubble and the subprime crisis, and I should have seen the over-exuberance, but I thought I was in some safe places with uh, my big tech and uh, my biotech, but it, it, it hit, it's hit everybody. But that's a good thing. 
trust me, it's a good thing. And in this video, I'll explain to you. It's not financial advice. I'm not going to, I'm going to mention some stocks that I think you should invest in. And I'm going to talk a little bit about real estate because I think there's some change that's going to happen there that you need to be focused on if you're so inclined. Um, but just trust me, I've been there before. I've been through this storm and I know what's going to happen. And what you've got to do is, is pick up a pair of binoculars and look into the future and look what you've got, what, what we've got going and what the world situation is and what the next, uh, five, ten years are going to look like. Not financial advice, financial edu education. And if you want to be educated, that's my, that's what I strive to do. I've got an advantage. I've been around a long time. I've been here. I've experienced the past, and I want to share my knowledge with you. Be right back. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. I am of the belief that the stock market is driven by events and you recognize those events and then you invest in the implementation or the, 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 the resulting effects of the events. And, and I think if you, if you become a student of history, and I would really point you towards the first two books in my description of books I think you should read, and that would be The, uh, the Accidental Superpower. And then I got my other book, where here it is, uh, the, uh, and The Accidental Superpower is by Peter Zian, and I've been reading this one on um, Audible, and I, I've got a link where you can, if you're not already a member of Audible, you can get a free book, and I'd suggest you get this one. I'll put that in the description. But this is uh, The End of the World is Just the Beginning, Mapping the Collapse of globalization. And that last word is a word you need to really understand, and that is globalization and and the the effects it has. So let's look at how, substantiate my thesis that everything is driven by events. The world changed in, and it was before my birth, the Industrial Revolution. Then the next big event was that of World War II, and that it was what created uh, the United States and the Accidental Superpower. This was the first Peter Zeon book that I read, and, and it changed, changed my outlook on the world. It gave me a look at the geopolitical structure of the world um, and, and how demographics played into it. But the next big event in my life was the inv invention of the Internet, and what you need to recognize is that the internet was, yeah, it was about um, uh, Amazon and Google and Apple and Microsoft, but more importantly, it was about globalization. It was it was the it was the net. The, I always thought of the World Wide Web as a spider web. It's the web that brought the world together, that gave us the courage or the inclination to to bargain with China and say, "Hey, you become the manufacturer of everything we want, and we're going to move on to more intellectual things, and we're not going to worry about the people in our country who need uh, manual labor." Jobs, and so we we moved it away. Uh, also, 
that created the rise of China and the demise of the Soviet Union. That was all a result of the invention of the internet. As the world became aware, particularly Russia, that things weren't so good as maybe they thought they were, and as a result, there were uprising, and that was the demise of Russia. And at the same time, as I said, it was the rise of China. So that was a result of the internet. I don't think many people realize that's what created globalization. Now, the other thing that happened is that the same result of that was a change in our demographics, because particularly in places like China, we moved, or they moved all the people from the farms into the cities, into small apartments, they stopped having babies. Then they also, going back to the, 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 the 70s, they believed they were getting over Populated and they wouldn't be able to feed their their population, so they created the one baby policy, uh, and that created the demise of their demographics. I've shown you this these charts of the demographics of Russia, Japan, uh, China, and the United States. And again, you not, must understand for a society to 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 succeed, it has to look like a triangle or a pyramid, as they call it. You got to have more young people than you have old people because young people work. They pay taxes. They buy stuff. Old people don't. They don't pay taxes. They don't buy stuff. They don't work. They become a drain on the society. 80% of the money you're going to spend on your life in healthcare is going to be spent in the last six months of your life. So it becomes a drain on society. And as a result of some bad decisions by some countries, they don't have the population they need. And now we go in uh, to where we had the coronavirus, which became a healthcare square, a supply chain scare, and we increased the money supply by 42%, thus creating more demand for products and goods and then we had, and as a result of more money, than products and goods we have. And now we're dealing with the, the backlash of that, and that's inflation, which then causes the Fed to raise higher interest rates. And then we now have again, as a part of globalization, Russia deciding we want to reinstate the Soviet Union because, in fact, if we don't, we won't survive because we have bad demographics as well. We're rampant with disease. We need to get out of this trap we're in. So that's where we're at. Uh, now, uh, what that is going to create, and, and it it really was brought to my attention by Peter in this book, is the collapse of a number of economies. Now, I did a video just yesterday, well, I think it was yesterday, or maybe it was the day before, on collapse. This has happened before. Remember Japan. Japan uh, collapsed in the, the, the 90s, and that it created, and it was right as the internet was being invented. It created a wave of money coming out of Japan to the United States because as their currency was collapsing, as their economy was collapsing, they needed 
wealthy people needed to move their money to a safer place. Where did it came? come? It came to the U.S. You can look at the chart and you can see that money. In fact, they started buying real estate, as I said in that other video, and we had legislation proposed to stop them. So those things all created a, a rush to the U.S. And I'm saying that same rush is going to occur again. So with that in mind, where do you invest today? Where, if, if the money is coming, if we get past the interest rates, if we get past the inflation, if we get past Russia's aggression, where do you invest today? Well, I think you need to invest in those things that are going to be affected by the events that I just described to you. Most recently, the breakdown of our healthcare system, the breakdown of our supply chain, the, the uh, advancements in biotech and healthcare. I want to tell you about an article I read. In fact, this was an article that was put in front of me by one of my uh, tools that I propose or that I subscribe to to make me a, a better investor. And that was something that just went under the radar that I doubt if you're aware. Oracle bought a company by the name of Cerner and they paid $28 billion for Cerner. What is Cerner? Well, first of all, what is Oracle? Oracle is a software company. It is a company that specializes in managing all the data that we have collected over the last 40 years. What is Cerner? Cerner was a, a company, a, a $28 billion company that specialized in in sorting the data and bringing together the data on healthcare, so that if you get in an accident, uh, an automobile accident, as you're going from Birmingham to Florida on the interstate, and an, an emergency vehicle comes up and and gets your ID and says, "Is he allergic to anything?" I don't know. What should we do? He's bleeding to death. What should we do? I don't know. Because we don't have access to his medical records. Cerner is the driving force behind that. That is what they do. Oracle says we want to be in that. I'm buying Oracle because I believe as a result of the coronavirus, as a result of genome sequencing, as a result of genome editing, as a result of target medicine, medicine, we are waking up to the that our bodies are as important as our automobiles. I, I just took my car to uh, BMW, and uh, they, they, they put up a record of everything that had happened to that car since it was manufactured, every bit of service that I've had, I don't have that for my body. But Oracle and Cerner are going to make it available. I just read an article, again, provided to me by uh, Seeking Alpha, as well as from my tribe, people who send me stuff, knowing what I'm interested in, things we talk about on our, uh, our Friday's uh, stock talks, uh, about CRISPR 
being approved will be approved for their therapy for sickle cell in early part of 2023. I know these things because I have a tribe that I work with, 15,000 people who say, let's work together. Let's make this a team sport. So that's where I invest. Uh, I also know as a result of deglobalization, our our urgency to stop depending on China for anything and everything that we want, that we are going to implement 3D printing. I read an article, again, in Seeking Alpha, about Amazon converting part of their distribution centers to absorb 3D printers. So rather than have those shelves full of stuff that you want 3D printed, as you want it, such as I, I've written this book, The Power of the Tribe. How many of them are in Amazon's warehouses? Absolutely none, unless you order it, and it is printed on demand. Well, that's what's going to happen for my microphone, for, for my inkwells, for my, um, my wine opener. This doesn't have to be stocked on a shelf, and be in a box. It can be 3D printed in Amazon's warehouse as you order one. That's where manufacturing is going. So if I know that because I read and because Seeking Alpha feeds me this information, because again, I have, as I said, 15,000 people. I don't know how many authors Seeking Alpha has who submit articles on a daily basis and say, hey, this is what I learned yesterday. Let me share it with you. Why wouldn't I want that information if I'm a serious investor? Why wouldn't I want it? Why would I say, no, I'm going to go this alone. I'm just going to buy AMC theaters and I, which, by the way, if you didn't see my article yesterday on the wave, that's owned by China, <laughs> as is Hilton Hotels. These are the kind of things why I am so excited about 2023 and beyond and where I'm going to invest. Now, if you want to see exactly how I'm invested, go to Best of Us Investors and, and, and give me your email address and I'll send you a link to our uh, Discord. Or if you want a quicker route, just go into the description and it says, here's a link to the Discord. And I share my portfolio every day. That is to say, here it is, and, and, and then I'll send you a text if I change it in any way, if I, if I buy or sell something. Then well, I have another level where I, I have accessed some of the biggest gurus in, in the world and said, what are they buying? What are they selling? And, and, and I'm paying. I'm paying for the information. But guess what? Then I share it with you. So you don't have to pay them $5,000 a year. I've already done it. But if you're a part of our tribe, you have access to that information. Again, this should not be an individual sport. It should not be a track meet. It should be a soccer game or a football game where you come together 
to play the opponent. I will guarantee you, you're fighting J.P. Morgan and you're fighting BlackRock and you're fighting the, the, the big hedge funds. They play as a team. So why wouldn't you? And why wouldn't you choose to play the game of your choice as opposed to theirs? That's what I think this is all about. And that's what I want to share with you. And I, I want you to have the best tools that you can have. If you haven't found Moo Moo yet, uh, I, am a, I am amazed. I, I sat down. My wife was watching some TV show that I wasn't interested in, but she gets a little upset if I walk out and go away. So I sat there on my phone, and I went through the Moo Moo app to find out um, what just anything and everything I wanted to know about a stock. Now, I was concerned. How safe is my money with Moomoo? I found out very quickly. I'm insured up to $500,000 and uh, up to $250,000 in cash. So I'm per I don't have that much in there, but I, I just deplore you. Go into the description and, and find my link to Moomoo. They're, they're willing to give you up to 10 free stocks. I've gotten them, and I've gotten uh, shares of Apple. I've also got some shares of Plug. I, I've, I even now own some AMC theaters. But nonetheless, find these things and get excited. Get excited about what 2023 and beyond has to hold. I'm not so sure about the next six months, but I have never been this excited about the potential for me to make exponential gains in the stock market as I am here today on uh, July the 3rd, 2022. Talk to you again tomorrow.